Father, we thank you for your presence in this place. We thank you for healing us. We thank you for touching us. Lord, we thank you. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Spirit of God, we bless you this morning. Thank you, Father, for your presence. Thank you for your touch. We thank you that your presence is our Rafa, our healer this morning. Those with needs, Lord, we pray that your presence is our Jaira, our provider. Father, we thank you. Those that are discouraged, your presence is Shama, the Lord, with us. Ah, kushera ba kushera, kushera ba kushera. Father, those who are discouraged this morning, your presence is El Roy, the Lord, to seize them. El Shaddai, the multi-breasted one. We thank you, Spirit of God. You might be here this morning and you are just discouraged. You are just low. Allow Jehovah Shammah to be in your midst this morning. Allow Jehovah Eroy, the one who sees, the one whom Haga speaks of and says that you are indeed Jehovah Eroy, the Lord who sees me. Allow God to see you this morning. Allow him to be around you this morning. Allow his presence to refresh you this morning. Jehovah Shammah, the Lord who is here. We thank you, Spirit of God. Allow Jehovah El Shaddai, the Lord God Almighty. The Lord God Almighty, the one who is able, the one who is more than enough for you and I this morning. In the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning. We may take our seats as I share the word of God. What a time we are having in the first service. There was so much of the presence of God. And I believe that, uh, you know, especially after such a challenging time that we are going through as a nation, that we've been going through even all the world over, I believe that the only thing that remains, dear beloved, is for us to serve the Lord. The only thing that remains is for us to continue holding on to God despite the challenges that we might be going through in this life. Allow me to honor our bishops. I think I'd not honored them. I just told you I traveled to Blawai. I want to honor them for their visionary leadership and their covering upon our lives and their prayers that they continue to give for us. Amen. I'm sharing this morning on leadership in trying times, the ability to lead oneself. The ability to lead oneself. Isaiah chapter 3, verse 1 to 7. It says, listen carefully. The Lord God of hosts is removing from Jerusalem and from Judah both supply and support. 
the whole supply of bread and the whole supply of water, the brave man and the warrior, he is also removing. The judge and the prophet, the diviner and the elder, the captain of 50 and the man of honor, the counselor and the expert artisan and the skillful enchanter. And I will make mere boys their princes. Some versions actually says, and I will make children their leaders. This verse speaks of removal of leadership. This verse speaks of a scenario where leaders are removed. It says, I'll take away support and supply. And it says that I'll take away judges. I said in the first service that in any land, in any nation, a Supreme Court judge is so much revered. A Supreme Court judge, Munakangonzuka kuti ndiye judge waku Supreme Court, anotochikiwa. <laughs> in every nation and he says here yeah, that and the prophet and I said here yeah, every nation for those uh, nations that are Christian are 80% Christian like us Zimbabwe and we say we are 80% Christian then 20% are other religions in every nation there is great regard a high regard for spiritual leaders but here where we are reading it says that and I will take away the prophet I will take away the spiritual leader from amongst them I will take away the diviner I will take away the elder I said, you can imagine a family where there are no more elders. Muridzaka wanda panonzivana baba vese vakashaya. Panotswa kwa munu wan anenge akakura ipapo to be appointed as a representative of the fathers. Are we hearing each other? Because an elder is important. But he says that, and I'll take away the captain of 50. What is a captain of 50? A captain of 50, my soldier. says, I'll take away the captain of 50. I said, you can imagine in a nation that no longer has mauto. A nation that no longer has soldiers. And he says that uh, I'll take away the man of honor, the counselor, and the expert artisan, and the skillful enchanter, and I'll make mere boys their princes. When you see a nation uh, that uh, that has all the honorable leaders, the honorable men having been taken away, and he says that and will give them children to be leaders, then that nation is doomed. When a nation is led by children, that nation is doomed. But here is what the word of God says. It says that, and I will make mere boys their leaders or their rulers. And it says that, and in that day, and, and in that day, um, when a man takes hold of his brother in the house of his father, saying, you have a robe, you shall be our judge, you shall be our ruler, and this pile of ruins will be under your control. He will protest on that day, saying, I will not be a governor for I will not be a governor. It says on that day when leaders are taken away, a man will come to his brother and say, you have a robe. Saying you have a robe means you have got stuff, you have got things, you are wealthy, you are rich. And he says, myself, I cannot govern. Myself, I cannot lead. He says, I will not be a governor, for in my house there is neither bread nor clothing. You should not make me a judge and ruler of the people. I'm sharing this morning on the ability to lead yourself. 
<laughs> the scripture we read here in Isaiah chapter 3, this should be verse 6 to 7. It says that a man shall get hold of his brother and say, you, you have got a robe. <laughs> Myself, I cannot be a leader because in my house there is no bread. In my house there is no um, there is no clothing. So I cannot be a leader. So I want to share with us this morning on the ability to lead yourself. I shared in the first service that you know what, when you look at the continent of Africa, Africa is endowed with so much natural resources. We have so much natural resources. We have got gold. We have got, I mean, all the minerals you can think of for diamonds. You have got lithium. You have got platinum. You have got uh, natural gas. I was actually, when I was writing this sermon, I was reading somewhere that um, the highest concentration of diamonds, we find them in, in South Africa. And uh, with this company called De Beers, it's the... Um, biggest diamond mining company in the whole world. I'm not sure now, but it, 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 here in South Africa. And he says that, you know what, but when you look at the state of Africa, when you look at the African countries, what is the issue? With so much resources, myself at times, when we talk of our nation Zimbabwe, when we talk of uh, even Africa as a whole, when we, as a continent, when we talk of the plight that is with the black person, at times my heart breaks. With all the natural resources that we have, I'm sure all of us is a public secret about the diamonds in Marangi that we were told they at some point produced about 15 billion. <laughs> and you look at the people of Zimbabwe and you look at the nation on its own. The natural resources we have, you look at gold, you look at um, diamonds, like we say, platinum in, in Zimplans there. You look at copper, you look at coal. I mean, the nation of Africa, not even Africa only, but I can say even Zimbabwe. You know, when I was reading through, just preparing for this, I saw that even Zimbabwe as a nation, we are endowed with minerals. But what then pains a normal human being is to look at the plight of the black person, to look at how much the black person is suffering with all those minerals, all the natural resources. Zimbabwe is the, the, the most beautiful um, uh, adventurous place, the, the, the Vic Falls. People come from all over the world to just see the Victoria Falls. I mean, a, a, a place of where we can get wealth through as a nation. But where is our problem as a black people? Where is our challenge as the, as the continent of Africa? And I also say, dear, just to share with you that even Africa, we are on the next slide, we are blessed also, we are endowed with human resources. Human resources are not an issue for us. Human resources are not an issue for us. I gave an example there that the current uh, Director General of the World Trade Organization is called Ngozi Okonjo Ayuela of Nigeria. So you see the black person leading this international organization. So where is our problem? Uh, this famous guy, I only got to know him because of COVID myself. Uh, Tetris uh, Adonam. I just got to know him because of 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 of, uh, of COVID. He was always there, always there. So I just had an interest. He's an Ethiopian. He is an Ethiopian. So even human resources for us as Africa, even for us as Zimbabwe, human resources are not an issue. Where is our problem? The whole issue lies in leadership. 
leadership. And we don't want to say leadership and look at our politicians and look at our pastors. We want to look at personal leadership. I said in the first service that when we talk of leadership, we have to start at at our individual levels. The ability to lead yourself. I said, yeah, the state of development of the nation, okay, the state of development of your life depends on your personal leadership. The ability first before we go to the next person. And I said when I was sharing in the first service that it's important to know that all of us are leaders. When we we look at this declaration, it's not just pointing to the leaders as our political leaders, to the leaders as our pastors, to the leaders as our fathers or our mothers or our managers at our workplaces. Every one of us is a leader. (laughs) And you you must be your first follower. I must be my first follower. I must be my number one fan. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So I must be my first follower. So before we look at leading others, I said in the first service, when we talk to men in the home as fathers, as leaders in the home, before you lead the home, Baba, you must be able to lead yourself as an individual, as a human being. So here, and I said in the first service that you know what? It's important to be able to lead yourself first before you think of leading others. I say to be a leader is like to have a good cook. You put her in the kitchen. There are all the ingredients. There is, there is mealy meal, there is rice, there is cooking oil, there is a soup, there is my tomatoes. A good cook will produce a good meal out of that because he, she or he is a good cook. And leadership is like that. With so many opportunities that God has given us, with so many even, the why I spoke about the resources, I want us to know even as uh, individuals, as Christians, that with so many opportunities that are around us, with so many things that God has given us, a good leader is a person who is able to turn around those opportunities, those resources, even the human resources in their life to turn around for their good in their life. Somebody say amen. So that's your personal leadership. And I say that um, in a time of crisis, in trying times like this, it's important that you be able to lead yourself. I say, dear, that because we are in church, we are not at work. It is at work where you, your, your managers will take you for training on your personal grooming. Your manager will take you on training for corporate governance. But because we are in church, we don't do corporate governance. In church, I will train you as the pastor. I will preach to you as the pastor on how you can personally lead yourself spiritually. Somebody say amen. And that's where we start. It doesn't help for you to be to be grilled at work about corporate governance, about whatever. When your spiritual state is dead and non-existent, somebody say amen. So in church, we are going to challenge you to say it's important to be able to encourage yourself. It's important that in these trying times, when mom was sharing last week on Tuesday, choose a prayer. She said that in a trying time like this, beloved, you have a choice. 
In a trying time like this, munuweza achichema kuti yewe COVID azotidai, yewe COVID azotidai. You can choose kusera wakarara and be discouraged and think kuti your whole world is destroyed. Or you take it up to yourself to say, you know what, yes, things are hard, but in Buddha, because you are a believer, because you are a child of God, somebody say amen. So it's important for you that in a trying time like this, be able to lead yourself spiritually. Somebody say amen. Be able to lead yourself spiritually. So I will read here that uh, what is the first thing, the primary areas of a personal leadership in your life as a believer? What are the primary areas of personal leadership? In trying times like we are in right now, it's important for one to encourage themselves. It's important for one to lift themselves out of the trying times. We know, dear beloved of David, the king in the word of God, that when he was discouraged, when he was down, when he was low, the Bible tells us that he lifted himself up in the Lord. And I'm coming to you, dear beloved, this morning, that in these trying times that we are in, the times of the COVID-19 pandemic, the effects of the pandemic, may I encourage you to lift yourself up. If the pastor is not there to phone you and say, be encouraged. If the pastor is not reachable on the phone, I want you to learn to lift yourself up as a believer. I want you to learn to fight yourself out as a believer because you've got the Holy Spirit in your life. What is the first area that you need to develop? You need to develop a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. That's how you lift yourself up. That's how you lead yourself as a believer. Develop a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. Don't 14 verse 26. But the helper, the comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor, the strengthener, the standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, to represent me and act on my behalf, he will teach you all things. I'm sure for those who have been following online, mom taught about this about three weeks ago to say, the Holy Spirit is there to help us as believers. May I say to you that in these trying times, when you are going through personal stuff, when you are going through difficult things, may you learn to develop a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. He is there as our helper. It's amazing that you know what? Many Christians, when we go through difficult times, not if there is anything like that, and we are so stressed, we are so discouraged, and we forget that there is the Holy Spirit who is our helper. So I'm challenging all of us this morning to say, you know what, it's important that in these trying times, when you are going through difficult times, when you are going through stuff, you must learn to develop your personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. He is our helper. He is our strengthener. He is our standby. He is he stands with us. He intercedes for us in a trying time like this. How you can lead yourself is to develop a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. Number two, receive living messages from God by reading the scriptures. <laughs> Dear beloved, you'll be amazed. I said in the first service that as a father in a home, how can you lead the home to read the word of God if you don't read the word of God? If you are a man in a home, you don't read the word of God, how can you lead your family to, to, to how can you lead your family to read the word of God? How can you lead your family to hear from the scriptures? Dear beloved, I want to say to you that the word of God is power 
powerful. <laughs> it's powerful. We must receive, the word of God must become alive. I remember a man of God to say that whenever they are going through stuff in their life, the moment they open Shokoramwari, the word of God speaks to him. And I want to say to you and I today, because we are in church, we are in God's house, as believers, as we go through our challenging situations in our lives, let's allow the word of God to speak to us. Let's allow the word of God to challenge us. Let's allow the word of God to refresh us. Let's walk about, about, by what the word of God says. May I say to you, what you hear is important. What comes to your ears is important. And in a trying time like this, how you can learn to lead yourself out of difficult situations, out of challenging situations, is the ability to receive living messages from the word of God. David says in Psalm 119, verse 105, that your word is a lamp unto my feet. It's a light unto my path. But I believe that many of us were forgotten to open the word of God. When we go through stuff, we forget to open the word of God. We forget to rely on the word of God. What it means, David was saying, how come many of us in our walk with the Lord, we are discouraged because we, we don't know what the word of God says. In a trying time, in a time of crisis, receive the living messages from the word of God. Somebody say amen. I say, dear, that have quiet moments in trying times and allow the word of God, allow God to speak to you through his word. Number three, remember other problems that God has delivered you from. Remember other problems that God has delivered you from. You know, we, we always say with uh, my husband at home, when we are going through a challenging time, we always remind each other, ah, but Samari, you know what, we should not worry. Remember how God came through for us, pie, pie. Are we hearing each other? That's how you lead yourself. And when you are able to lead yourself in that manner, you are able to conquer the challenges for today. Are we hearing each other? You are able to conquer the challenges that you are facing today. So in this trying time, in a trying time, in a challenging time of the, the, the effects of the COVID-19, when you sit down to remember, you will be able to lead yourself and you will be able to lead others as well. Somebody say, amen. I'm rushing here. Number four, make positive confession. This might sound very easy and very silly, but you know what? You will be amazed as believers how many people are negative, how many people see death around them. Just after the service, I was just correcting someone who, who came and greeted me in my office. Ah, Mama Linjan. I said, no, I'm fine, I'm okay. How has been your week and so forth? And uh, they said to me, ah, this coming week is a rufa. Hey. And I said, my dear, you can't say is a rufa. As a man thinketh, so is he. May I say, one way you are able to lead yourself is on your confessions. The things that you speak with your mouth is very important. I quoted uh, Mark 11 here, 23, he says, anyone who says to this mountain, be moved from here and be thrown there, it shall be as they say. Many people are so negative, especially in a time 
like this, in a challenging time like this, we don't see any good around. We don't say, one of the ways you can be able to lead yourself is to be a man, to be a woman who has positive confession. Somebody say amen. I remember I was sharing with Bishop every time he throws challenges and targets for us. I always tell him, no Bishop, we are going to clear. Don't worry about us. We are going to clear. Even if the man is not there. Why? You, 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 you are creating something in the spiritual realm with your words. When you say the chaffers wrong, that's what will happen to you. <laughs> Remember the children of Israel in the book of Numbers. They, they shouted at Moses. They were grumbling at Moses and saying, why did you take us out of Egypt? Were there no graves in Egypt? And what did God say to Moses? God went to Moses and said, go and tell them in my hearing. And what happened? We are told in the word of God that all of them who left Egypt, save for those who were 20 years and above, 20 years and below, I mean, all of them, they perished in the wilderness, save for those who were 20 years and below. But they who came out of Egypt, they perished in the wilderness because of what they had confessed. And save for Caleb and Joshua. The words that you speak, the confessions. I'm not even talking about positive confession in church. In your daily life, when you are in trying times, when you are in hard situations, the words that you speak. <laughs> the Bible tells us that the power of death and life is in the tongue. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. Those that love it will eat the fruit. Concerning your marriage in this difficult time. Concerning your business in this difficult time. Concerning your children. Concerning your finances. Hopelessness. Positive confession will make a difference. Somebody say amen. Number five, learn to listen to appropriate messages and get fired up. Romans 10, 17 so, says, so faith comes from hearing what is told and what is heard comes by the preaching of the messages concerning Christ. Dear beloved, may I say to you that it's important to take time to listen to appropriate messages in this difficult time. I spoke to someone who suffered from COVID-19 in the first lockdown. And this is what the lady said to me, Akapora. She said to me, Mom, I made up my mind. And it's a terror negative. And it's a terror my messages. Take time to listen to appropriate messages and get fired up. Number six. Play the right music at the right time. I said in the first service that, you know what, guys? I don't want you to laugh and say, ah, Reverend Yoshua, how can she preach about music? Do you know the type of music that you listen to has an impact on how you can come out of the challenges that you are in? I saw someone who had put on their status during the week, uh, what's the song of this late soldier love? Kanandafa or whatever. Is that the song? You know it. And now you're saying, 
I think that guy sang a song we put So I saw one of our believers here. I saw that on their status, and I said, "My friend, what are you saying to yourself? <laughs> the music that you listen to as a believer is an effect." Ngatisa tomboni pirana kuta ne music inondi kuta inondi inondi poresa moyo ndakava na kure kure kwa murambinda kuti inondi nyaradza ino ah ah the type of music that you listen is very important murundi nzwaire so in a trying time like this you can be playing skoko in your car. I was don't I remember a certain uh, couple they they had issues in their marriage, but primarily because uh, the lady was saying, "Mom, this man every time the t- the, he listens to music, he no terera. He no Do you know those songs? It's not our Ziazi. Dara chauya. Hey, hey, hey. It's in every music, there is a spirit behind. Evangelist shared with us some years ago when this Rastafarian person came, where they, they are sitting there, I think it's in Highfield or Budiriru, I can't remember, that people who went there, some died. Meanwhile, what in that in a bus and a music at Tinotera, no water, as long as you want, as long as you you know what? The type of music that you listen in these trying times will make you or break you. Choose to listen to songs that you know Zinohunzawari in your life. Don't listen to music. Like myself, you bring music that brings sorrow. Hmm? Music, you know, you know, Music, you know, I'm talking to someone here. The type of music, Music, I will there's a spirit behind every music. In a trying time like this, listen to the right music. It will help you out of your discouragement. Remember Saul, that's the example I gave you. The Bible says that an evil spirit will come and torment him. And it took David, an anointed man, to come and play the harp. I'm Tambira harp. And he will be delivered. The type of music my Christian, especially the young people in Mazuan, my songs erudo yawa atuno imba. What is the spirit behind? What is the spirit behind the music you are playing, Lady Gaga? My love is what, 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 what? I believe there are gospel singers who sing about love. Ndizo. They are there. I don't know because me, when I fell in love, I didn't songs, but this generation, the young people, the type of music that you are singing with your beloved, Murundinzwa Kelvin, the type of, if you take ungodly music and bring it in your love relationship, prepare. 
for something that is not good. Because there is a spirit behind every. I may not want that rape up. Check any are you hearing what the reverend is saying? With your love, I believe there are uh, uh, spirit-filled musicians who sing about love. I have no basa music. Tinongonzo achete mashoko chete. There is nothing like that. Apana mashoko chete. There is a spirit behind, and it's important in trying times like this. The type of music you listen to, the type of music you dance to, will cause you to come out or remain. Number seven, as I conclude, avoid depressive and discouraging personality. When you read Nehemiah chapter four, verse one to three. Do you remember when Sanballat heard that we were rebuilding the wall? He became furious, completely enraged, and ridiculed the Jews. He spoke before his brothers and the army of Samaria. What are these people Jews doing? Can they restore it for themselves? Can they offer sacrifice? Can they finish it in a day? Can they revive the stones from the heaps of dust and rubbish? Even the ones that have been burnt now, Tobiah and Tob. Uh, Tobiah the Ammonite was beside him and he said, even what they are building, if a fox should get up on it, he would break down their stone wall. I said, in trying times like this, the ability to lead yourself is to be careful of the people who are around you. You must allow yourself to have people who will encourage you, who will lift you up, who will tell you, you know what, I know you are going through this, but God will take you out. Who will tell you, you know what, this is just for a season. I can't remember, I was talking to someone, I think it was in Bulawayo, uh, yesterday when we left. I said, you know what, yes, this is a very painful situation, but you know what, God will take you through. There is no way in the word of God we are told good things will just be easy. We are told that, you know, our life, the one who is born of a woman, that's what the word of God says. But the same word of God tells us that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them from all. You need people like that around your life. You don't need people who will tell you, you don't need people who will tell you, you need someone who will say, hold on my dear, your business will come through, hold on my dear, this sickness you are suffering, God will heal you, are we hearing each other? So it's important, we don't need them in our lives. We don't need them in God's house. You need someone who will encourage you. You need someone who could, when you are telling God, I'm struggling to pray. You need someone who will say, you know what, it's just a season. Seasons come and seasons go. It doesn't mean that you are no longer a Christian. You need someone who can tell you that, but you know what, you are still a child of God. Even if one wasn't for the past three weeks, but the fact that you know that you should be praying, you are still a child of God. You need to be careful with people who are around your life. They must be people who build you. They must be people whether in your career. You don't need someone who will tell you sociology. You need someone who will tell you you know what, yes we are in a COVID season but I believe you'll get a job. I was talking to someone during the week and they were saying, mom, I am so hopeless with this life. I feel I cannot do anything. And I said to them, you know what, apply for a job. And they were saying, mom, in this COVID, yes, why not for you as a child of God? 
Why not for you as a child of God? There is nothing impossible with God. The same word of God tells us that. So I want to encourage you this morning. Sort out your spiritual life. Sort out your areas in your spiritual life. Be a positive person. Run with what the word of God says. Even when you are in fire, you must be able to say, you know what? But I believe my God will take me out. Are you hearing me? You can be in a place where you have no rent, where you have no school fees. We are opening. You must still believe in the God who says that, you know what? He's Jehovah Jireh, our provider. You must still believe in the, the word of God who says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. By the way, God does not change because we're in COVID. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He does not change. There is nothing that shocks him about what is happening. He is all-knowing, omniscient. He is all-present everywhere. Be encouraged this morning, dear beloved. I feel I just need to encourage someone. Could you know what? You might have been someone, maybe you have been in, 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 in your business, someone in your career. I know of a lot, some people here, you apply to, to, to be taken in university, but everything has been on hold. Remember what Paul says in the word of God, that you know what? This challenges that you are going through today. You are not the only one. Even some brethren somewhere are going through the same. So what is important is like what mom, senior reverend Dr. Seranya to say. In a time like this, in a trying time like this, choose to be positive. Choose to tell yourself, but you know what? Yes, I'm going through this. As I will smile one day. Weeping may enjoy for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. I want to say to somebody, Mangwana, you'll be able to smile because we've got God on your side. Somebody say amen. I want you to stand. I want to pray for you. Amen. Father, we thank you this morning. Spirit of the living God, our hope and confidence is in your word. Our hope and confidence is in what your word says. Even as we stand today, I want to pray for your people. I release the blessing of the Lord upon their lives, the blessing of the Lord upon their families, the blessing of the Lord upon their children, Father. I want to thank you that their children will not lay bread. <laughs> David says that I've been young, now I am old. I've not seen the righteous forsaken. No, they are children begging for bread. I want to pray for everyone. Everyone who is here, their children, their families, their marriages, their businesses, their school careers, their workplaces, Father, I want to pray that you may bless your people. And from unlikely sources, I pray for supernatural provision. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you that you encourage your people through your word. You lift their spirit men through your word this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, I want to pray for our children as they open school tomorrow and next week week. Let your favor be upon your people, Father. I pray for every parent who is here. Heavenly Father, provide monies for the, the children's lunch boxes. I pray for divine protection. I raise the edge of protection around each and every child represented here. Even in this difficult time of the pandemic, let our children be covered and protected, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you. We bless you. Amen and amen. God bless you. Thank you evangelist.